We are talking with uh, Pastor Dave Gibson, who is the U.S. Director of Go 2020. Tell us in a nutshell, what is Go 2020? Go 2020, uh, the vision is to mobilize every believer everywhere to share the gospel with a friend, every believer a witness. Uh, It's uh, an initiative that is in the month of May. I could say it in a nutshell, imagine one church, the United Church, the body of Christ around the world, sharing one message, the good news of Jesus Christ, with one world, 193 countries, in one month, the month of May. Yeah, we're saying everyone can reach someone, and together we can reach the world. So we're trying to mobilize the body of Christ in that particular window uh, between Easter and Pentecost, the, basically the whole month of May, to be engaged in a prayer, care, share lifestyle, to pray for people, to care for people, and then lovingly and appropriately share the good news of Jesus Christ with people within their spheres of influence. Now, I understand that there is something special about the word go, uh, having a scriptural meaning in this? Well, yes, it it, it actually comes out of uh, Matthew 28, when Jesus said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. And he says, go. And it's literally, as you are going, it's a proactive term that uh, as you are going, go make disciples of all nations, baptize, teach, and obey. And and he said, Lo, I'll be with you always, even to the end of the age. It's it's commonly known as a great commission, not the great suggestion, which has become the great omission in a lot of churches today. But uh, So we're really following Jesus' marching orders that he gave 2,000 years ago to go into all the world with the good news of the gospel. Tell us about the importance of evangelism and making disciples, uh, sharing the message of Christ. Well, uh, in that great commission... The marching orders Jesus gave to us as fully devoted followers of his, the active verb there is make disciples. It's not just make decisions. So we want to share the gospel, but we really want to make disciples who make disciples. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of people in the church, about 90 to 93 percent of people aren't involved in sharing the gospel. And we wonder why churches aren't growing uh, it's a, it's not an option to be considered, uh, as Hudson Taylor said, it's a command to be obeyed. It, Jesus commanded us. Uh, his last command is our first concern. And uh, so we wanted to get it right, to be obedient to the Lord. And then Jesus said, follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. If we're not fishing for men, we're probably not doing a very good job following Jesus. And the Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 9, he said, If I preach the gospel, I have nothing to boast of, for I'm under compulsion. For woe is me if I don't preach the gospel. If I do it voluntarily, there's a reward. But if against my will, I have a stewardship entrusted to me that the Bible says we're stewards of the mysteries of God and what's required of stewards but to be found faithful. So he could have saved the whole world with a bunch of angels or just said the word, but he chose to use human instruments and use uh, these earthen vessels and he says, we have the treasure in these earthen vessels that the surpassing greatness of the power would be of God and not ourselves. So he wants to manifest through each believer the sweet aroma of the knowledge of Christ in every place. The concept of Go 2020 was launched well before COVID-19, the pandemic hit. Uh, do you believe this is not a coincidence? really believe it's a, a major, major opportunity for the body of Christ. I wouldn't say God caused COVID, but I would say God is really using this to get people's attention. And uh, there were there's over 200,000 people have been fasting and praying 
for revival and awakening for 40, 40 days of fasting and praying going into Go 2020. They have major, major prayer ministries that have come together. There's literally millions of people praying around the world for revival of the church and spiritual awakening. And so we say, well, let's put our plans and programs together in 2020. And the Lord says it's not going to be about plans and programs. It's gone from event evangelism to encounter-centered evangelism, where uh, I think the Lord is using this to really uh, shake us up and get our attention. C.S. Lewis said, God whispers to us in our pleasures. He speaks in our consciences, but shouts in our pains. It is his megaphone to arouse a deaf world. And I think that this is God's megaphone to arouse a deaf world and maybe wake up the body of Christ, to awaken his bride, to to uh, really love him first of all, but then to share that love of Christ with other people. Do you sense that uh, hearts are more open not only to share the gospel, but perhaps receive the gospel as well with what's going on? Absolutely. Uh, interesting, an article by Cecilia Kang in the New York Times, April 9 issue, the title of the article was The Humble Phone Call Has Made a Comeback. And in that article, she said that there's 800 million wireless calls every day in America right now. 800 million. That's twice the volume of Mother's Day. And that's every day. And Mother's Day is historically the, the number one call volume day of the year. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're craving human voice, that texting isn't satisfying, social media isn't satisfying, that people want to talk to someone. And uh, there was a Wall Street Journal article by Aaron Zittner that uh, on telemarketers, and they're discovering that when telemarketers call, typically people want to hang up on them. Well, now the people won't hang up on the telemarketers. They want to tell them their stories, their problems and concerns. I think people are really, really hurting, and they want to talk to somebody. And what if they would have a believer on the other end of the phone call? So I think this is a huge opportunity for the church that uh, Jesus always met people at points of interest and points of need, at points of crisis in their lives. And people are living in crisis. Uh, Our foundations are being shaken. There's a tsunami that this uh, coronavirus has created, shaking up uh, the world politically and economically and socially. And where do we turn? People are really looking for answers. I think, that this, as Steve Douglas, the president of Cruz, said, this is the opportunity of a millennium and that we have, uh, we should really seize the opportunity. And prayer, care, share fits right into it. We can pray for people and care for people and then uh, not drop gospel grenades on people, but lovingly and appropriately share Christ when the opportunity presents itself. I was just walking out of the church here today for lunch, ran into Joe, an electrician, uh, working on our facility, and I introduced myself, asked him who he is with, and it's an outsourced group. He wasn't a part of our staff here, and I asked him how he's doing, how he's handling the coronavirus situation, and we kept our social distancing. I say you can, uh, social distancing shouldn't keep us from gospel witnessing. So I, uh, I just asked him about his story, his background, kind of a nominal church background, doesn't have much going on in his spiritual life shared my story. I said, you got a story like that, Joe? He said, no, I don't. I said, would you like to hear more? And he said, yeah, that'd be great. So I shared the gospel with him, and I said, does this make sense to you, Joe? And he said, yeah. Would you like to receive Christ? He said, I absolutely. So we prayed right there in the basement here just about an hour or so ago. 
uh, Joe was searching, and he gave his life to Christ. And and Terry, one of our custodians, came along. He came out of a drug-addicted background with Teen Challenge. He had to put a shotgun in his mouth, and just his life was a mess. And I said, Terry, tell Joe your story. And so we're praying over Joe, and it was just one of those incredible divine appointments that God put together. So, yeah, it's a long answer to your short question. A lot of people are open and searching out there, and you don't have to look too far. There's a lot of Joes out there. That is amazing. So do some people, maybe just average, everyday Christians, do they kind of lock up or hesitate when it comes to to sharing their faith? Uh, How can people get around that? Great question. Richard, I, you know, I think in the church, even pretty dedicated churches, you mentioned the word of evangelism and people start developing flu-like symptoms. And I think we get a lot of caricatures of what evangelism is. We look at it as buttonholing people or, you know, uh, just hard sell and, and trying to coerce people into the kingdom. I I think we need to use an approach that Jesus used, and he met people at points of interest and he met them at points of need. I think the first thing we need to do is not tell our story or God's story. We need to get to know their story. And uh, what are their problems, their concerns, their hurts, their pains? And so uh, we say, could could you pray for people? That, that's something we can all do. So we say, identify people. Everyone can reach someone. And together we can reach the world. So who's your someone? Someone in your neighborhood. Someone in your family. Someone in the workplace someone in your classroom. Well, now we can't go to those places right now, but we have relation. Everybody's got a relational network. Could you identify one, at least one, maybe one person in the month of May and and put the toe on the water and be a part of this? Or we say, identify five people. We call it your My Five. We've got all kinds of tools and resources to help people. We've got training and equipping. I think some people don't feel confident because they don't know how to share the gospel. And uh, we've got some incredible tools that you can be used for so, uh, social uh, media evangelism and practical tools that you can use to really help you be effective. There's also training available from Crew and Dare to Share. My good buddy Greg Steer has some of the best training on the planet. Uh, Luis Palau Association and all of our partners. We've got so many ministries that are partnering together in this initiative that uh, we've got the best of the best training available and gospel tools. And so I think people don't share their fear is a big deal. And uh, everybody has a little bit of that. I have that, but it keeps us dependent on the Lord. But that little simple prayer, care, share strategy really helps people that, Hey, I can do this. And uh, I like to say, Hey, you build a bridge, a redemptive bridge from your heart to that other person's heart that Jesus can walk across and touch their life and uh, learn how to share your story. Uh, we got a little tool. we got a one-minute witness tool online that in one minute you can share your faith in Jesus Christ. So I think if people feel confident in what they're going to say, that helps a lot. So that's a long answer. Sorry about that. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I think if they, they, they uh, are walking with Christ and filled with the Holy Spirit, walking with the Lord, uh, God uses us, and he says his power is made perfect in our weakness. So um, we want to help prepare people to be be effective in sharing the gospel. And they can get tools uh, at go2020usa.com, go2020usa.com, and just go there. And there's a 
a, a daily guide going through the whole month of May, and there's great tools and resources that will really help equip them for uh, ministry way beyond the month of May. Dave Gibson, uh, U.S. Director of Go 2020. We really appreciate your sharing with us. Welcome, Richard. I hope it was helpful.